Welcome to Lou Marks the Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense to America. Well, enough is enough. I've had enough. What about you? After Pelosi called the China virus the Trump virus, that did it for me, folks. The most insane and ridiculous thing she ever said, and believe me, we all know it, she has said many insane and ridiculous things. Even more insane than saying Trump was an Asian or Russia. President Donald J. Trump, is there anything he didn't do or can't do? Is there anything Trump haters won't blame on him? They've been trying to remove him since before he was even sworn in. And every time they fail, they find another excuse. From the Russia collusion hoax to Ukraine, to the coronavirus, to economic hardship, from the shutdown, to the murder of George Floyd, to the subsequent mayhem and anarchy in our cities. Not the governors or the mayors, Trump's fault. If I remember correctly, there were plenty of senseless mass murders committed by deranged monsters during Obama's administration as well. But unless my memory fails me, which it doesn't, I don't recall him being accused of causing them. I'm so sick and tired of Donald Trump being blamed for all the ills of the world. The next time an inevitable hurricane strikes anywhere, I'm sure, there will be plenty of people who will blame it on President Trump's policies, as they usually do, and they have. Or maybe they will complain about his hate, anger, and ugliness when he reaches out afterward to help those affected, which he does, and he did, and he has. The paraphrase that great political philosopher syndrome from the movie The Incredibles is because when everything is Trump's fault, nothing is. And from his first day on the campaign until the anti-Semitic massacre, the media appears to have the same news story logged into their computers. One in which the details change, but the ending is always the same. And that's why it's all Trump's fault. And they mean it. From Hurricane Florence to Roseanne Barr's Twitter feed to, no joke now, the shooting of a Congressional Republic baseball practice by an avid anti-Trump liberal, members of the mainstream media and political culture blame it all on Trump. There's even a Blame Trump Facebook page whose motto is literally, whenever something bad happens, blame Trump. How does that get to stay on Facebook? Here's a small list I made of insanely ridiculous things that people claim is Trump's fault. The Justice Smollett hate crime, hoax in Chicago, is Trump's fault. Now even that it's been exposed as the most cynical of frauds, disgusting, guess what? It's still Trump's fault. But this is only the most recent example of the president's godlike powers. He is living rent-free as the old cliche goes in ever so many people's deranged heads. Take Lena Dunham and Barbara Streisand. Please, as Henny Youngman used to say, take them. Anyway, Barbara Streisand is putting on weight. Guess whose fault it is? It's making me fat, she said last fall. I hear what he said, and I have to go eat pancakes. Incredible. Chrissy Teigen says she's been in therapy since Trump was elected. Personally, I think she's been in therapy for a lot of years before that. And if Trump being elected president put her in therapy, she needs a good six months to a year in a mental institution and then lifetime of therapy. That goes for her nutty husband, John Legend, as well. Being married to her, he needs therapy. However, Trump is also a one-man Weight Watchers at the same time. He's a weight reduction operation for beautiful people. Lena Dunham, Trump became president, and she stopped being able to eat food. So she makes 
People have a Streisand gain weight and make some people lose weight. He's amazing. Trump also, also caused the late Barbara Bush's heart attack. That was another of his evil deeds. Donald Trump is responsible for the stock market, but only if the Dow Jones Industrial Average goes down. If it goes up, Obama did it. Same for gas prices. Trump causes all price fluctuations, at least if the cost of a gallon rises. If the price goes down, nothing to see here, folks. Just move along. He caused the recent power blackouts in Venezuela. Boy, does he have a long reach. Just ask the country's Stalinist dictator. He must be a Democrat in disguise. His tax reform plan is destroying the New York State budget, just ask Governor Cuomo. Cuomo pocketed most of the money and blew the rest. Now he blames it on Trump. He's wrecked Chris Evans' man crush on Tom Brady. Now this would be even more significant if I knew who the heck Chris Evans is. That shooting at the newspaper office in Annapolis last year? So what if the alleged killer had a grudge with the reporters going back six years? He was still triggered by Trump's toxic environment. Uh, and, uh, they mean poisonous rhetoric. Uh, they mean uh, something, anything. Just Trump's fault. Those floods in Nebraska, global warming. Same with those kids in Thailand trapped in a cave. Trump's fault. Like those monsoons totally wouldn't have happened if Trump hadn't pulled us out of the Paris climate, whatever it is. Unbelievable. By condemning the anarchists, he was somehow chilling the peaceful protesters' free speech rights and showing insensitivity to their cause and their pain while they were burning down police cars, buildings, businesses. After delivering a speech in the Rose Garden during which he promised to restore order to America, he then walked across the street with a Bible in his hand to visit St. John's Church. That was vandalized, burnt. That, too, was revolting to his detractors, who destroyed him for staging a supposed photo op. Useless actress Deborah Messing again tweeted side-by-side images of Trump and Adolf Hitler, each holding a Bible, and said that it was a dog whistle to white nationalists and Nazis. Trump's always a racist. He's a racist, always racist. Whatever he does is racist. The virtual signaling activist allergy to the Bible might tell you all you need to know about her. Trump is blamed now even for famine in Africa. It just keeps going on, folks. Consider an Atlantic article published a day after the Tree of Life mass shooting entitled Trump's Caravan Hysteria Led to This. How in the world does opposing a caravan of illegal immigrants, migrants, who have announced they're coming to America, whether the American people like it or not, in other words, they're invading America, cause an anti-Semitic attack in Pittsburgh? You can ask the Democrats, liberals, and the other psychotics running around. They'll tell you. Trump's fault. Liberal CNN media pundit Brian Stelter, a total moron, who is facing backlash for blaming technical issues, after remaining stone silent when a guest on his ratings challenge program claimed President Trump is responsible for more deaths than brutal dictators Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Mao Zedong combined. And the list goes on endlessly. Calls for increased civility are really called for. You shut up while we bash you as bigots and racists. When liberals can, bo- liberals can both demand, when you are Republicans going to end the hate and cheer comedian Kathy Griffin for waving around a severed Trump head, you can't blame conversation conservatives for doubting their sincerity. 
when op-ed writers insist it's time to turn down their rhetoric, they're speaking exclusively about the rhetoric from the right, from the Republicans, not the liberals. Conservative talk radio could shut down tomorrow and President Trump would still be called a fascist and racist in the pages of the Washington Post and denounces a traitor on CNN. And all Don Lemon on CNN can always say is, Trump is a racist. You know what? There's a saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. When CNN gives you Don Lemon, change the channel. Now, even while thousands are dying, the Democrats, along with the media, continue to politicize the issue and blame Trump. They owe the whole country an apology, but don't hold your breath waiting for one. I'm beginning to wonder who they hate worse, Trump or the American people and the whole country itself. Trump is enforcing our country's laws, and that's what they hate because they want to change the country. They don't want the laws. People who hate Trump find fault in everything he does, but his supporters are onto this now. We are. Common sense. The haters have gone to the well too many times, and they are as intellectually dishonest as they are intellectually challenged and excessive. They are out-of-control bullies, always unwilling to give him the benefit of the doubt. Never. He's just always wrong. Those wrongly accusing Trump of dividing the nation are themselves tearing us apart at the seams. He's working to restore law and order, and they're trying to undermine the peace. So when Trump denounces Antifa terrorists for turning our city streets into war zones, torching and pillaging commercial establishments, and injuring and murdering innocent people and even police, he is accused of trampling on the Constitution. But these criminals and murderers, they're, they're doing fine. No, he is doing precisely what a president should do. He is upholding the Constitution by restoring law and order, reestablishing domestic tranquility, and protecting American citizens, their property, and their livelihoods. He is not on some power trip here. He is trying to prevent criminals simply from engaging in wanton destruction and murder and dismantling our civil society. People should want that. Normal people do. We do. The Democrats, the liberals, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa psychotics don't. Just as one can simultaneously defend the right of citizens to peaceably protest while condemning rioters and looters, one can support the overwhelming majority of good and honorable law enforcement officers while condemning the very few minority renegade cops. If we surrender to domestic terrorists and criminals, we won't have a nation anymore, which is apparently what the anarchists want. Stunningly, they're making substantial progress. It's happening. Couldn't Trump's opponents who constantly accuse him of dividing the nation just once try to join him in combating these deadly menaces threatening our society? The COVID-19 virus, the economic shutdown, and the violence in our streets, instead of always focusing their energy on destroying him? Not likely, folks. Of course, we all know no one could be guilty of everything like this or even a fraction of these things these psychotic people claim. Nobody is that bad. Nobody is that evil. He's not the devil. No one is. It's ridiculous. It's out of control. It's laughable. And the people saying it are pathetic, like deranged little children. Did they expect anyone to believe this? It's gotten so far out of hand, it's not even believable anymore. These people are truly deranged, just full of hate and most of all, self-hate. And they have to take it out on someone. And President Trump is the one target they'd love to do it the most to. If President Trump walked on water, 
they would just say, ah, he's too uncoordinated or stupid to know how to swim. Let the radical, insane Democrats and liberals and hate groups continue. They will self-destruct. And we have to work towards defunding and disbanding them in a Democratic Party. It's up to us, the sane and true Americans, to now band together more than ever. And let's re-elect President Trump in 2020 and take back the America we love.